Good morning. You're listening to Morning Musings on Divine Mercy Radio with Matthew Hogan. And now, here's Matthew. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Morning Musings. Today, I'm joined by Cody Marinser, a local father, and we're going to talk a bit about what it means to be a Catholic dad in a world that wants to destroy men and the family. To get started, could you possibly just tell me a little bit about your family? Absolutely. I've been married to Karen for uh, 17 years this year. In August, it'll be 18 years. Congratulations. Uh, Thank you very much. We've been blessed with uh, seven wonderful children. You know, I do have to put a plug in for your mom. So his mom is Dr. Amy Hogan, and it is thanks be to uh, her and God's work through her that many of these children were available or were able to come into the world. So, uh, yeah, that's that's a blessing. So thanks to her. With such a nice, large family, what are some of the struggles that you find yourself facing, especially in the modern world, which you see it all the time where they want to steal away and take your kids around down every single wrong path you could possibly imagine. So how do you kind of fight against that, especially as the father and the leader? Yeah, so, you know, one of the big things that we really practice with our kids is being open as possible. I mean, obviously age appropriate. Yeah. Uh, but every single one of our kids, you know, our, our littlest is three years old, so he doesn't quite grasp that yet. But every single one of our kids understands the beauty of life, that all of them are amazing, that all of them are a gift. And then also, you know, all of them understand also we're not shy about talking about abortion and what yeah. it is. You know, obviously with the younger ones, we, we try not to be as gruesome and stuff, you know, but still let them understand that it's a human being and that this is killing a human being. Sometimes it's difficult to understand why people would do that, but to be as open, like I said, with them as possible on any subject. You know, one of the things I think I have understood just in growing up, seeing our culture and things like that is, you know, sometimes people don't give explanations Mm -hmm. as to why the way things are the way that they are. And so that's something that we try to do is keep that communication open with our children. Now, disclaimer, I'm not perfect, but that's something that we try to do and try to tell our children is if you have anything you're dealing with, if your friends are doing something, saying something, you think that maybe this isn't quite right, come to us. That's something that we always try to pass on to them is you're never going to get in trouble if you come to us and go, hey, I heard this or I saw this. You're going to get in trouble if you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing and you're hiding it from us. Mm-hmm. But even even with, you know, like struggles in life with our kids, if they're dealing with something mightily, you know, like a, a temptation or something like that, I'm not going to sit there and berate them if they come to me and go, dad, I'm struggling with this. That's actually a really cool moment as a dad where you get to go, okay, what can I do to help? Yeah. You know, um, and and so that's some of the things I think that uh, we really try to do, my wife and I, with our kids is, like I said, be open as possible on uh, situations so that they know what's out there. Teach them the truth so that uh, hopefully they'll carry it on and teach them to come to us first so that we can have those good conversations. In another kind of similar vein, how do you encourage spiritual life and prayer, both as a family and just to encourage your kids to be in line with God? How do you get your kids to be involved with their faith? I absolutely. I mean, obviously, we all have free will. I can see what they're doing visually as to where they're at spiritually, you know. I may not know, but to try and push them in that way. Uh, One thing that we do is we say a daily family rosary. Yeah. 
that has evolved throughout the years. I mean, you know, that's one of those things I think that we've gotten a little bit better at is um, I used to be very, very pushy on, hey, sit up. Right. Like say you're, you know, let, let me hear your Hail Marys and stuff like that. And and because I want them to take that, whereas I've softened a little bit on that. It's not that I don't want them to say their prayers. Obviously, I do. And we still say a daily family rosary. But it's one of those things where I'm not as hard on. OK, you have to say it at this volume, you know, stuff like that. It, it's OK. We're saying a daily rosary and it kind of goes as it goes. Now, obviously, if they're messing around and stuff like that, I'm still like, hey, fall in line. <laughs> Come on, let's. <laughs> Go. But, you know, there's, there's times when we say our rosary and sometimes, and I'm one of them, there's four or five of us that fall asleep. <laughs> you know, it's and, and I'm not going to make that into a bad thing because, you know, if you're falling asleep saying the rosary, I'm thinking there's a whole lot worse things in this world than doing that. And so that's one of those things is, you know, that's a long way around saying that we try to foster if nothing else. Go to Mother Mary. She's always there for you. Keep that prayer life open. And then just also we pray during meals, every meal. We sit down and have our meals together. You know, we anytime that we're leaving first thing in the morning, regardless of which group we're with, we say a prayer as to where we're going. I, I think all those things, what you're doing in life, even when you hear an ambulance go by, stop and take a moment to say a prayer. All those things just kind of set that example for your kids. Yeah. And hopefully then they'll follow that example. The best way to lead someone in a direction you want them to go is be like, look, I'm doing it. Yeah. Then kind of following up on that kind of idea, is there any particular saints, people, or stories that help inspire your family and your life as a father? My kids love to read. One thing that I am kind of proud of is my wife and I have read them thousands and thousands of books. <laughs> I mean, we, we do the reading program in the summer, and my kid, I, I think people probably look at us like, are they really reading all these? But yes, we. my wife takes my kids to the library, and they come home with like 20 books, and they're read within about an hour. There's a lot to be said with just um, opening the mind through reading, but then also, you know, starting to give them things like saint books and stuff like that. I bought my daughters a, it's a new, I don't remember if it's Sophia Institute or which one it is, but it's a Catholic princesses. But it's just a really cool book. We've got the, uh, you know, they checked out Catholic Adventure Bible or something like that the other day. Mm -hmm. And then also just kind of talking about saints every now and then. I mean, it's not like every day I'm like, hey, what's the saint of the day? You know, my second son, Matthias, has a confirmation retreat tonight. And so it was just even recently we were, okay, well, what saint did you choose as your confirmation saint? You know, and he chose St. Padre Pio. And I was like, oh, man, that's a big one. <laughs> well, like, that's pretty awesome. But that's also, you know, he's one of my favorites. Yeah. And so it's just anything like that is even our children knowing that um, you were named after biblical and saints. And so that's where all of their names come from, straight mm -hmm. from the Bible and from saints that we know. And so just kind of passing that on, making it an important thing as to, yeah, these are the heroes of old yeah. that are leading us to where we want to go. Do you have any particular family stories where you see the hand of God at work? One of the things that we've shared with our kids, this kind of goes back to thanks to your mom and thanks to how God works with him. Our kids know that not all of our children are here on earth. We've had some complications with births. And so, you know, we actually had our first two boys and then we had a couple of miscarriages after that. And we're very open 
with our children that those are also our children. And we pray through the mercy of God that they're with him. And we even, you know, every now and then when I'm thinking about it, I ask them, I'm like, hey, kids, say a prayer for dad because, you know, I need it. You know, and and so it, it really is cool because our kids will bring that up every now and then. In fact, it was just the other day they said, so how many children would we have if all of them were alive here on earth? You know, and so that's. This is really awesome because that goes back to the whole pro-life message of they get it. They know that just because this child didn't come out of the womb doesn't mean that it wasn't a gift, doesn't mean that it's not a human being and it's not a, a beloved child of God. And so I really appreciate that because our kids know that we went through some difficulties that through a wonderful Catholic doctor. Dr. Hogan, we were able to find out what was causing these issues and be able to have five more live births after that. That's just awesome. Mm-hmm. That's really, really awesome. Thank you so much for coming in today and doing the interview. Absolutely. I really enjoyed it, so I hope everyone listening did as well. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you so much. God bless. <laughs> you too. Thanks. This has been Morning Musings with Cody Marincer. I hope you all enjoyed it. We will now return to the Sunrise Morning Show.